Hello everyone. Welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. We're just so glad to have you with us today and thankful that you are a part of this study and I pray that it's blessing you as it's blessing me and we want to go to the Lord and ask that he would indeed bless our time in fellowship and our time of reading his word together. Uh, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just am amazed at how you want us to know you. Lord, to have a personal relationship with you through your son, Jesus. We thank you for Jesus who gave us the access to this and to the understanding of your word by your Holy Spirit. We ask by your Holy Spirit you would lead us and guide us into all truth and empower us to live according to that truth today so that our lives may be pleasing unto you. Lord, bless our time, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. The title to today's lesson is Gentile Fellow Heirs. And it's taken from the book of Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 6. As Paul the Apostle continued to share how God revealed his mystery, that the Gentiles would also be included in his salvation plan, he shared how in other ages it was not made known unto the sons of men. However, at Paul's time, it was revealed unto his holy prophets and, and apostles by the Spirit. In chapter 3 and verse 6 of his letter to the Ephesians, Paul shared how the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body, where we read that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. The verse begins that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body. Paul began with the phrase that the Gentiles, which refers to multitudes, companies, troops, and swarms of individuals of the same nature or genus who were heathens, should be fellow heirs, which means joint heirs, and ones who would obtain something assigned to themselves with others and joint participants, and of the same body or belonging to the same body or church. The mystery of God revealed that Gentiles, who were once distant from a relationship with God, belonged to the body of Christ, which is known as the church. The verse goes on to say, and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Paul continued, and partakers, which means taken together with one and co-participants of his promise, or of God's announcement, assent, pledge, and message in Christ, who is the anointed one, the Messiah, and the Son of God, by the gospel, which means the good news and tidings of the kingdom of God, which is soon to be set up and subsequently also of Jesus the Messiah, the founder of this kingdom. After the death of Christ, the term comprises also the preaching of concerning Jesus Christ as having suffered death on the cross to procure eternal salvation for the men in the kingdom of God, but as restored to life and exalted to the right hand of God in heaven. And therefore to return in majesty to consummate the kingdom of God. In addition to being fellow heirs and of the same body, the Gentiles were to be participants in the promise given by Jesus Christ of the good news of the kingdom of God. When we think through these words of Paul, we admire God's plan to include the Gentiles in his salvation plan. Rather than being alienated from the family of God, the Gentiles were now fellow heirs and partakers with those who were originally in a position to relate to God. 
Because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, the good news of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles was that they belonged to his church too. May all who read Paul's words or hear these words give praise and honor to our creator God who has made such provision for all people to be a part of his family. Next time, Paul tells the Ephesians that this was the gift of the grace of God that made him a minister. So read ahead and we shall join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word in Jesus' name.